Welcome to the EAT Podcast. It's episode number 30. I'm your co-host, Jerry Russ. It's been a few weeks. We had a little COVID scare, a little COVID break. But uh, now that you're back and uh, in action here. COVID scare. I would have preferred COVID. You got the new look going on here. I love it. What's up? COVID would have been the easy thing. I freaking <laughs> family uh, tested out our plumbing pretty well with a nice little stomach virus. Oh, man. The one day it was coming out of the front end, and the next day it was coming out of the back end. <laughs> well, we got a whole new setup going on. If you haven't noticed, I got the uh, New York City skyline behind me with the uh, Vegas chip collection and the Atlantic City chip collection. Did this while I was on my uh, vacation from the real job and uh, set this up. Got a whole new uh, computer set up for the uh, podcast as well, so I'm ready to go here. But I, I gotta say, the biggest news, besides you wearing the glasses now, has got to be my personal Twitter page that I yeah, used to <laughs> Jerry with the mic is now uh, up and running on Twitter. For anybody who's interested, it'll, uh, I don't even know, it'll basically be the same thing as the uh, EAC podcast Twitter page as well. But I think it creates something different from my own personal thoughts. And then uh, the podcast will just be the podcast stuff as, as we go forward. But uh, this is episode 30. It's our season finale. We are going to come back in a couple of weeks after taking a few weeks off. And uh, I got to tell you, Russ, having some discussions with some people today, season two is going to be just as good as season one, if not better. And uh, I'll get into some of that stuff later. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm excited, too, for season two. But there's still uh, some contract negotiations to go on. So All uh, right. Well, uh, just so you know, I'm in, I'm in some big discussions with some big people about uh, – coming on the show. So you definitely got to be a part of it. We're, we're a two man uh, team here. It's not just a solo uh, act. I appreciate it, but you know, big, big acts, you know, I hear you, <laughs> but you know, then again, I don't know if I want to be in a podcast, just you, me and your mom. So. <laughs> well, I, I would hope you bring a viewer or two as well. I mean, <laughs> 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 all right. So let's get into it. Uh, so while we were on our little COVID break, Jake Paul put Tyron Woodley to sleep. I don't know if I you saw it, but uh, I fucking hate these people. It led to uh, Jake Paul insinuating that he wants to now get into the octagon because he's five and zero in boxing matches. And well, he wants he to, to get the octagon. He wants he, he wants to fight. He just wants to fight more UFC fighters. He really doesn't want to get into the octagon. Yeah, he, wa he wants to fight the Nate Diaz's and the uh, Jorge Masvidal's of the world. Here's the here's the issue with that one though. Though, oh goddamn. <laughs> um, here's the issue. Yeah, listen, folks, it, it's me. I'm that slob. It's just, it is what it is, right? Now I look like fucking Seth Rogen or whatever the fuck I got going here with glasses. I don't know. <laughs> Now he's losing it, folks. There he goes. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. We're not going to have that kind of that kind of night. No. <laughs> take an edible and watch him go. Um, the problem with those guys is honestly, Nate Diaz doesn't give a fuck, and so so does Masvidal. They they if there is these clauses in his contract in, in the Paul's contract that uh, you know that oh you can't knock believe me they're not going to those guys are not going to give a fuck. Tyrone Woodley was a good great fighter in his time, but in the end, probably said, listen, I'll take the payday. I'm not relevant anymore in the UFC, you know. But then again, all the people saying he took a dive, listen, if I'm taking a dive, you know, that's one thing. But he got he got embarrassed. He got knocked Listen, he got laid the fuck out. <laughs> me personally, I, I'd rather come out of there being like, yes, I took a dive. I took a dive. But I, I think the funniest bit of the night was uh, – I don't know if anybody saw Nate Diaz do a little flinch move at like a spectator. Yes, he throws his beer everywhere. That was great. But uh, nice. I can't stand the polls. I get the act. Listen, it's it's a better version of uh, Lavar Ball. Oh, another guy I can't stand. Lavar oh. Ball made outrageous claims and made his kids, I, I guess you would say, Instagram famous. The polls are doing it and making just millions and millions and, and not to say that they aren't real fighters they definitely got some you know some talent here they actually look pretty like they could actually give an ass whooping to the oh. average person but uh 
They're when beating washed up guys, though, Russ, right? I mean, these guys aren't in their prime. I mean, you got Jake Paul, who's, what, 23 or 25 years old, laying out somebody who's, you know, beyond what they used to be. You know, but there is Mike point. Tyson in his prime to lay this guy out, and that'll be the end-all, be-all of it when it's all said There, there is a point, though, that, yes, I'd rather see them fight actual boxers than a UFC fighter. Although Nate Diaz, though, is a very good boxer. Yeah. So, but I, listen, I ain't paying for this shit. I ain't nope. let them fight. I'll, I'll, I'll find out who wins on Twitter. But uh, <laughs> but I guess his big thing, too, now is just going after Dana White, calling him a cokehead. And Dana White, uh, I kind of like his response, saying you could test me for the next 10 years as long as I could test you for steroids for the next two. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. Listen, like I said, is they, they found a niche. They're making millions of dollars, so I can't fault them on that. And I don't know. I really want to see somebody just uh, listen. If you tell me right now that Nate Diaz is going to get in there and knock Jake Paul or Logan Paul's fucking head off, <laughs> knock him, the, knock him the fuck out. You know what? Maybe I'll buy that shit. I think a lot of the world is waiting for it. There's going to come a time where they're going to have to let let one of them just destroy them and, and end it and say, "All right, I made my money." Yeah, someone's going to have to kick their ass and let it be the, the, the end of it. It's, it's going to come eventually. But did you see what White said? About the uh, the whole thing, he said, he said, under no scenario am I letting Diaz or Masvidal box Paul while under UFC contract. You notice the guy wants to fight <laughs> everybody that's not in his weight class, guys that are older and all this bullshit. Go fight a boxer. Go hump somebody's Elvis's leg. You're a goofball. I got to give it to him. That's a, that's a pretty good line there for uh, going Listen, but he's getting, he's getting the reaction, dude. Of course. And that's what it all comes down to. He's getting the views. He's getting the likes. He's getting everything to go viral. And that's half the game. So you, you can't, you know, like I said, they're, they're making millions of dollars, and here I am, getting up at four in the morning, going to work every day. <laughs> uh, Russ, have you seen the new Spider-Man movie? I did. I did. What'd you think? My daughter said it's amazing. Uh, I love it. Was very happy with it. I, I was I, okay in the, the in the scheme of Marvel, Spider-Man isn't one of my favorite characters. Um, and the first two movies I watched, cool. I enjoyed them, but this one I really, I really, really enjoyed. It brought back some nostalgia of uh, some previous Spider-Man stuff. Um, it's fairly new, so I don't want to go too much into spoiler, but uh, it'll all tie into the future. I love the Marvel universe, so uh, it was a, uh, it was really, really well done. I enjoyed I it. it. Well, the opening weekend it made two hundred and fifty-three million, the most, the third most ever in three days. And now, after 12 days, it surpassed a billion. Yeah, it's, it's it's motoring. It's motoring through. It's the movie of the you know, pandemic this, era, is what they're saying. Well, he, he, here's the thing, too. is I think part of it is is that everything's, I guess, fully open. And this is the first movie. I know Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings came out and Black Widow, but it, it didn't have the same... It, it doesn't have the same allure as Spider-Man. Spider-Man is a household name. Yep. And not that Black Widow isn't, but it's just a different type of movie. Um, but I think with everything being open and this really being the first like monster blockbuster to come out in like two years, I think that plays into it. Yeah, I, that's definitely part of it. I mean, people being cooped up in their house and, you know, not wanting to just stay home and watch it on Disney Plus or, you know, whatever other streaming service there is. Yeah, this was something I wanted to see. Movie theater. That's part yeah. of the, the allure. The, the, the yeah, this was something I wanted to see in a theater. It was like, it was like Dune. It was a movie that I, it was a big movie that I wanted to see in the theater, so. And then, not for nothing, but Kim Kardashian, of all people, goes out and ruins the ending, or, or dropped the big spoiler on her Instagram story. I, I don't follow the girl, I don't know if you do or, or don't, it doesn't really matter, but, I mean, you, you follow I her follow for whatever. Yeah, I don't follow her for whatever. I mean, whoever I follows her for whatever. when she puts out a sex tape. But, I mean, honestly... You're not following her for spoilers, and then wham, she's dropping the spoiler for Spider Man, which a lot of people yeah. didn't expect and got pissed about. Nobody follows her for spoilers, only her derriere. <laughs> Watch her, ladies. We know our buddy John's following her. <laughs> John's following everybody. <laughs> he is. Shout out to John. <laughs> every, every, everybody, every, everybody's hers. Everybody's <laughs> Bullshit. Hey, uh, I don't know if you've been keeping oh, track about, about uh, Elon Musk and his doings lately, but he exercised all his remaining Tesla options, which was uh, 26.3 million shares. Get this, Russ. 
at a price of $6.24 a share. <laughs> you see what Tesla's trading at lately? <laughs> no, I forgot. Uh, around $1,100. <laughs> so mm. he sells the majority of the shares to pay taxes on this new money he's making. The tax bill equals almost $12 billion. And my biggest takeaway from this was the richest guy in the world, or one of the richest, doesn't even have that money in the bank to pay the tax bill. I mean, all these guys that are rich, let's say the Bezos, the, the Gates, now you're adding Elon to this, they're the richest people in the world. Do they really have all that money, or is it just on paper? Because so, so, Some do, some don't. Right? But like, I mean, look at this guy. And yeah, listen, the guy just paid more taxes than anyone in history, and people still aren't happy. They People still yeah, complaining you know, he's not paying his fair share. You know, and the people don't understand, too, is it's not – you, you can't tax somebody on their on their on their wealth per se. You know that's that's the one thing I get. The fuck are you laughing at? Do you see the chat? No. Booty worms. Nice. <laughs> All I see is I wrote booty worms. No use for a name is I don't is that John is that Kingpin who is that? <laughs> I don't know. All I know is you you know eat, eat ass. <laughs> um. Anyway, what I'm saying is, is you know, some people don't understand that too. It's you know, it's like, all right, like if I make a hundred dollars, I pay the government twenty-five in tax. The next year, I make another hundred dollars, I pay twenty-five in tax. But but I I saved the seventy-five and the seventy-five, so now yeah. I have hundred and fifty. It's not right to go back and say, well, you you have hundred fifty dollars in wealth. I got to tax that too. You know, that's what some people say. Oh, he, but in the end, too, is these were all shares. He didn't he didn't produce income, so. And in, in, in the large part of scheme is that, yes, I do believe that there are loopholes that companies should not get large companies, you know, you know, maybe smaller companies trying to make it. I'm fine with big companies that are worth billions. No, let them be taxed the shit out. I'm, you know, companies like Amazon and all that. But in the end, though, a person like Elon Musk, he, he brings up a good point that with his, you know, with, with his money, he probably would do more for the, uh, more for the country and, and more for the uh, the environment than the government itself would. Oh, absolutely. Because you know, in the end, they probably already spent his, tw his, his $12 billion in tax money that oh, he paid. It, but, his $12 listen, billion in taxes was spent in four seconds, Russ. But, but here's my thing is, listen, you complained about him not not paying taxes or paying his tax bill. He did. He paid it. Get, he o did. get over it. You know, and, and one of the big takeaways from this also was, though, he waited till the very end to exercise these options where when they were set up in place with, with Tesla 10 years ago, if he exercised them as they vested, his tax bill across the years as they vest would have only been five, and only been, listen to this, only would have been 598 million instead of the 12, almost 12 billion he spent. So I guess he made a boo-boo there financially, but when you're one of the richest people in the world, it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But waiting, he's kind of screwed himself. It is what it is. Like I said, he paid his taxes. Get over it. You know. If you look, if you look back in the chat, look who's uh, look who's, who's typing. <laughs> we got the Mister Suckerfish. <laughs> All right. So, Russ, sports betting is expected to be in place in New York within the next few weeks. Just in time for the Super Bowl, roughly the third or second week of January is when we expect that liftoff. Now, even though you and I are watching Ranger and Nick games, and I got to tell you, I'm done with the JB Smooth uh, Caesars commercials. I I'm done. All right. So, <laughs> I, I, I actually like JB Smooth. I, uh, I, I actually I'm like done him. with this guy. I don't find him funny. I don't see the attraction. Please tell but, me what you were thinking. No, no, no. I, I do like him per se, but yes. These commercials have gotten so fucking annoying. I do like the whole Caesars thing. It, it makes me laugh. Um, but really? dude, even, even yeah, even even that. Um, you got Wayne Gretzky for the other one. Um, you got uh, Aaron whatever from uh, yeah, the guy from Breaking Bad, Aaron Paul, Breaking right? Bad. Another, it, it's getting yep. you, know, you got Matt Damon on one now. You got Ben yep. Affleck on another. Yep. It's, it's getting ridiculous. They it, it, it's every two seconds, and I'm like, oh my god, these people. Just kind of steal so many so many people's money. It's it's insanity. 
But I mean, every five seconds, it, it, the, even live cuttings from the game is, "Hey, the the live betting line for this period or quarter is this. Go bet it now." Yeah, it's, like, get, it's it's crazy. It's getting it's getting ridiculous, and uh, people don't understand the. Uh, hey, I want I want to know who picked JD Smooth to be the Caesar sponsor. Really, right? I still kind of like it. I, Whose I idea like was it. that? I, I think the idea was horrible. Cooper, you're, the, you're my favorite Manning. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I think the idea was horrible. But anyway, back to my original thought. So New York now has sports betting roughly in place in the next three weeks. Nine sports books are going to be online. FanDuel, DraftKings, BetMGM, BallyBet, Caesars, PointsBet, WingBet, Rush Street, which is Bet Rivers and Sugar House, and Empire Resorts. Missing from that list, Russ, is one big name. Can you... Can you think of it? Do you know it? Yeah, it's Penn National with uh, with yeah. Dave Portnoy. Yeah, Barstool's not in, not involved in it. It'll 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 come eventually, but uh, what do you call it? The uh, yeah, it's gonna hit like a ton of bricks, and you're gonna have all these people thinking they can win all this money, and it doesn't. Don't fucking happen like that, you know. As as, yeah. a, as a sports better, I'm actually taking it easy right now. It's Christmas and. You know, things are slow, so I can't go can't go crazy these days. But uh, people don't understand the, the the risks involved with it. It just you don't just people see these fucking parlays on like Fanduel, like oh I, I dropped five dollars and won thirteen thousand yeah. on the most insane you know Russ, parlays you've ever seen. Did you see the guy that bet the twenty five games for like five bucks last week and hit for like two hundred and something thousand? That's what yeah. everybody. Listen, that's, that's what gonna, everybody thinks is a guarantee and yes. is going to happen to them. That's the problem that, with that, this. That's 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 fun and all, and like five bucks. Okay, cool. But dude, that's yeah. like a once in a lifetime fucking hit. And yeah, you're not just, hitting you know, that once a week. I mean, you know, that's paying over more. The they don't realize the damage this is going to cause. No, you know, and I just don't like how it's advertised like crazy everywhere because it's just it's just sucking you in. It's nuts. And, it uh, really is. What do you call it? Um, but oh, speaking no. of Mr. Speaking of Portnoy, yeah, everybody sees. Uh, I don't know if everybody watched. I should. I got it down. I've been too busy. I don't, well, I have, fuck it. I haven't really haven't been that busy. I just more lazy or anything. If anybody saw a mysterious man in the Orlando Magic game the other night, take a really big <laughs> shot, and uh, they, I guess they try to fake deny it. It wasn't Dave. It was pretty. Did bad. you see that press release but, uh, they put out? Yeah, but uh, but it's weird to see him uh, traveling Spirit Airlines. I don't know. If, I think I, listen, Spirit's the worst fucking airline on the face of the earth. Seriously, I had, I had to drive like thirteen hours to South Carolina because those scumbags. Um, they are horrible. I mean, I, I'm a JetBlue guy, but like, I mean, the reason that they're so cheap is they pay. Yeah, reason they're so cheap is you pay you pay the. Uh, their airline fees that they pay. So you always get freaking stuck in the air waiting to land uh, or flights canceled. But uh, I think there's some sort of partnership there because I don't see why in hell he's fucking flying. Yeah, what, what, I mean, I, I, Penn National stock is down. Fine. Okay, great. But is it down that much that you're flying commercial and you're not flying private? I mean, that makes no, no sense. He, no, he, listen, he, listen, he has plenty of fucking money. Right? To fly a private fucking jet. There's especially some with, kind of connection uh, or something. Especially with this smoking hot girlfriend and uh was it Sylvain Mojica, whatever it is. Uh listen, he has a partnership with Spirit. There's no way he's advertising that he's flying commercial. There's something going on there. There's gotta be. Um and the vacationing in Disney thing. Yeah, did you see you know, that too? He's, he's doing pizza tests and hanging out in Hollywood studios. Yeah, and he, he uh what do you call it? You know, I know he poked on there, so I threw a thing on Twitter that you know. It's all about to me. Disney was all about what you make it. I have friends that went and like, oh, I hate it. It was horrible. Listen, you're gonna wait in line. It's hot, but they have beer everywhere now. Yes, and yes. listen, it's you just understand it. The kids are gonna go buck wild, and you know, it's just fucking Disney. Have fun. I mean, honestly though, I mean, think about it. It's Christmas week between Christmas and New Year's. Everybody yeah, and is, their mother is yes, awesome. This is now. like uh, I'm gonna take my kids to Disney for Christmas, you know, vacation. So this is not I mean, the week he, you go. You, he picked the worst time to possibly go down there with the crowds and everything else. You, you go, go like the week before Thanksgiving so that nobody's traveling. The kids are still in school. Yep. You know, you say, fuck it. I'm taking the my week kids before out. Easter, the week before President's Week, you know, a random week 
you know, in the middle of nowhere where there's no holiday that backs up to a weekend or right after, right after a weekend where you're not going to get people going down there. He picked the worst week to go. I mean, and as a guy who's there, you know, yearly. Yeah, he said he waited roughly. an hour and a half for, a, I, I think, a hot dog or something. Yeah. Although I want to say, if you're going to go to Disney, Casey's Hot Dogs. Yeah. Right? I didn't care for Magic Kingdom. But, but it's in Magic, Magic Kingdom. Kingdom, yep. Casey's Hot Dogs. I had this, first off, Whatever dogs they use, they get the giant foot long dogs that can probably legit you know, foot longs, right? Legit. What's that? They're, they're, they're legit foot longs. They're not like that. Then it's yes, not a six inch. It's, it's, it's legit. It's you know, I'm sure. I'm sure some porn stars have used them before. <laughs> um, but they're actually one of the best tasting dogs I've had. It's it's a good dog, but uh, I had one of their specials, and it was it was like a loaded baked potato. Oh. On a goddamn hot dog. It was oh, like oh, hot dog with like red skin mashed potato, bacon, oh. cheddar cheese, and it had like a sour cream drizzle. And it it it, it made my heart sizzle. <laughs> really? Um, it was it was really good. Um, but other than that, I might have kingdom was like a I don't know, it was kind of poop to me. I enjoyed Epcot, Disney Springs. If anybody doesn't have kids, if they want to experience Disney, Disney Springs was was really, really, really cool. Uh just just think of just the small little island and nothing but just shopping, restaurants, and bars. Uh, the only thing that sucks is you have to pre-plan your restaurants and bars. Well, at least yep. restaurants like eight months in advance. My wife was like, what do you want on Wednesday? You want Italian? I'm like, I love food. But you're asking me what I want to eat six months in advance? Like, yes. Yep. I think on Wednesday yep. I will want Italian. Yep. Um, but, uh so I, cool. Russ, I, I just looked up. Uh, by the way, in the chat, in the chat, May is the best time. Yes, and I just looked up the hot dog that you're talking about. It's the loaded mashed potato hot dog from Casey's. Hot yes. diggity dog. It looks amazing. It's loaded mashed potato hot dog, which is their hot dog of the month. Once a month, you know, throughout the year, I guess they do a special or whatever. But it, a foot yeah. long is thirteen forty nine. It comes with. A hot dog with mashed potatoes, caramelized and green onions, cheddar, bacon, and sour cream. Jesus. It was, wow. it was, it was, it was delicious. <laughs> um, what he caught my wife appreciated it coming out at the back end. <laughs> um, we, were, we went to Epcot, and uh, I got hammed, and then we went to Germany for dinner. Was this, and, was this uh, a trip we were with you guys, or, or you guys were on your own on this one? No, when the fuck did we go to Disney together? What trip? What trip was this? When did I'm you talking go? about when I went to Disney. When I was oh, right. Yeah, remember, um, we went to Germany for dinner, which was really cool. It's a crazy auditorium thing that looks like you're outside. Uh, but either way, let's just say, might have been, uh, might have been fucking putting out some poison out the rear afterwards. And uh, <laughs> all I remember is walking with my wife and my kids, and something may have squeaked okay. out. And <laughs> I'll never forget it. This fucking Australian guy behind me goes, "Aye." It's fucker farted. I mean, <laughs> we lost it. I, I had to walk away. I was crying. I never. I just fucker farted. I was in tears. <laughs> My wife's in tears over here. Oh man, it doesn't, it doesn't take much. But all right, enough about Disney. All right, enough about my flatulence. All right, so uh, moving along. Very, very sad news, and. Okay, I'm just gonna say this now. Okay, I love I love John Madden. Madden. I love John Madden. Yeah, and I nobody mean, will play. Nobody will. Nobody will replace him and Pat Summerall doing broadcasting. Oh, they they, they, they blow the doors off of uh, Joe Buck. Um, oh, they're Hall of Famers. I mean, they're best of all time. But I hate to admit this. Oh, He's been go. so out of the picture for years. Who, John? <laughs> yeah. That well, I thought he fucking died. I thought he died a couple years ago. No, like, Pat's Pat Summerall died a few years ago. I know, but still, she's like John Madden died, and I'm like, he's still alive, or he's yeah. dead. Well, I thought he would die a couple years ago. No, he um he, he's been around, but I don't know if you if you watch the All Madden show that debuted on Fox. I mean, that, now they're running replays on uh, Fox Sports One. I haven't caught the whole thing yet. I just started it a few years ago, and I got caught up doing some other stuff, but. In the beginning of the old Madden show, John Madden starts speaking, and 
I don't know if he sounds old, if he sounds out of it. I'm not sure what it is, but you can tell he's not the same guy that we grew up listening to where you saw him, you know, eating the turkey leg and, and being John Madden that we know because he, he's not the, he wasn't the same guy at the end. He wasn't. Um, yeah, it sucks. Hey, Russ, let me ask you. So um, between his coaching and broadcasting – and the Madden video game, what do you think made him more famous? His, his, his broadcasting. Yeah? Yeah, his coaching and his broadcasting made him made him the most famous. His video oh, yeah. game just made him famous to the people that didn't really truly follow football. Um, but in the end, too, there is a huge, even to this day, there is a huge following for, on, for competitive Madden gaming as well. Oh, yeah, huge. So... I was pretty decent back in my day, and uh, the uh, now probably fucking. I used to get smoked. Doors uh, I, I'll admit it. I I was never good at the game. I used to get smoked on like a a flea flicker that would you know just happen over and over well, and over again. I was good. I used to blow the doors off my friends. Then I started playing online. I think the end of my uh, my reign came with like a fifteen year old girl from Chicago blew the doors off me. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. Like I had the full headset, and this, this bitch was, she was cool, but she was talking trash. And Jesus, I, I, I have to, I, ask, really... I have to ask, how old were you? <laughs> um, no, she really was like fifteen. No, how old were you? Oh me, I was like fucking twenty-four. <laughs> All right, at least, at least you didn't say you were like thirty-five. <laughs> no, I learned my lessons. I, I haven't played Madden in God knows. I gotta say, the last Madden game I probably played. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't. Even, I don't even know. You're probably talking ten years. Madden, Madden 2012. Oh, oh, we got we got somebody in the chat who plays competitively online. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll still kick that guy's ass. All right. The uh, <laughs> in other news, uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Looks like uh, looks like he's yep. calling his career with the Steelers. Yep. Um. Uh, big old goofy bastard, fucking rapist motherfucker. What I didn't says, say that. Yeah, uh, he's he's got his uh he's got some negative stuff you know that's been looming. Quarterback wise, quarterback wise, he's a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Personality wise, I, I still think he's a piece of shit. You know, he says that uh, Monday night's game against Cleveland is likely to be his last regular season home game at Heinz Field. Russ, the guy's old. I mean, he's 39 years old. He's been in the league 18 years. He won two 60,000 yards, 416 touchdowns. The guy made six Pro Bowls. I mean, he's a guaranteed Hall of Famer when the Hall calls. You know, yeah, he's, a, you know, he's absolutely a Hall of Famer. So, But, I mean, he's the last one, right? That, that draft class was what? Eli Manning, him, and Phillip Rivers? Those are the big three that were drafted that year. It's good memory you got there. <laughs> uh, no use for name in the chat says to bring it, Russ. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll tell you what, you buy, you, you buy me Madden and, and, and give me a week to practice and uh, we'll go at it. Um, in other news, the uh, Colts came down with a bunch of players on COVID. Oh, man. They will get they will get a bunch back, including Quentin Nelson and Darius Leonard, but they are losing. I still hear mixed reports. They are losing Carson Wentz. Yes. But now there are dots. I laugh because some people are quoted on Twitter as saying that the CDC, the CDC and NFL adjusted the rules to help the Colts. Yes, the CDC adjusted the rules so a small market team can make, so a small market team can make the fucking playoffs. Yes, that's Just for the exactly Colts. <laughs> That's what happened. Don't forget to say the Dolphins will be the first team to make playoffs. Fuck the Dolphins. They're gonna lose. No, we're gonna get that. We're gonna get into the playoff picture in a minute. The Dolphins are not making the playoffs. That's not happening. Guaranteed, not happening. Listen, I, I, through the Dolphins. This, Dolphins are way overrated. But either way, so uh, let's see what happens with them. Um, me personally, they just they really just need one win. Out of the two, they got to play the Raiders and the Jaguars. And I Russell, swear to God, Russell, they lose both those games. I was who standing. are they starting? Who are they starting at QB this week? Sam Ellinger. Uh, we drafted him two years ago. Um, 
he hasn't had any playing time really. He's got some time in preseason. A uh, couple, couple shifts, couple shifts, couple, couple, uh, couple fill-ins here and there. I want to say, I want to say he filled in a couple weeks ago, and I think he threw an interception. Um, yeah, I don't know. I still think this possible. I mean, listen, in the end, we beat the goddamn Patriots with Carson Wentz thrown for fifty-seven yards and only completing five passes. So, with. Uh, so with uh, you know Jonathan Taylor at running back, as long as we don't lose Jonathan Taylor, we're good. Yeah, you know, we just beat a Cardinal team too with missing practically all five starting linemen. You know, I'm uh, with with getting a bunch of people back, including Ryan Kelly, who most have heard was out two weeks, who's a Pro Bowl center um, with the death of their uh, the death of their daughter. So, but uh, I'm getting some people back, and uh, I'm just feel like I'm rambling right now. No, you're not. You're not at all. You're just going on a Colts tangent, which is, you know, it's your team. Yeah. So, anyway, I hope they win. I actually met a Raiders guy today. He was a security guard in the building that I was working in, and uh, told him have a have a happy New Year. But uh, go eat your, go eat, fuck yourself on Sunday. So, uh, but anyway, NFL season has two weeks left, and pretty much most of the playoff teams the are getting in there. Um, as far as the you know, the divisions, though, we still got some jostling around. Yep. Um, the West is pretty much locked up with the uh, the Chiefs up there. Technically, the Titans could lose both games. The Colts win. I, don't, I still don't even think we'd beat them on the tiebreaker, but uh, I'm not sure what's up with there. Um, you got the Bills and Patriots jostling. Um, yep. There's another division in there, um, the the North. Yeah, you got, uh, you got the Bengals and the Ravens. The, they're a game of The Bengals and the Ravens going at it here. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, like I said, Colts are the first wild card at the moment. You got the Dolphins fighting in there. Um, but to who said the Dolphins one in seven? That you know they obviously won seven straight or eight and seven. Um, it is very good, but look at who they played um, to win those seven. It was like the Jets twice. The Jags, you know, it was, uh, it wasn't exactly like they were, uh, you know, beating, beating quality teams there. Hold on a second. The Dolphins play Tennessee this week in Tennessee. All right. That that's this week's matchup that they have. I don't think that's going to be a good matchup for them. All right. I think, I think that's a Tennessee win right there. And then next week after that matchup, they play New England. If you're telling yeah, me not, that they're beating those two teams and making it to the playoffs, they deserve to make the playoffs. Not, but that's not, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. There's no way you're beating Tennessee and New England to get in. No way. But uh, I don't. Let, I don't think it's happening. Let's, let's take a look at these wins real quick. <laughs> they, they beat. They beat the Saints. They beat the Saints with Ian Book at quarterback. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, they they beat the Jets. They beat the Giants. Okay. Two they New beat the Panthers. Suck. <laughs> they beat the Jets again. They beat the Ravens. Okay, they beat the Ravens. All right. They beat, was that? They beat, hold on. Was that now with Lamar Jackson in a full healthy team, or was that with Huntley or whoever else is the QB? I don't remember. Huntley played very well though. But that—that's their win streak. That's their seven. They—they they, first off, the they Jets lost and the Giants. To, first off, they lost to the Jags, and that was the the London game. If I don't, if I if I remember correctly. So if you lose to the Jaguars, you should automatically be eliminated from the playoffs. But this is their seven-game win streak. The Texans, the Ravens, the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, the Jets, the Saints. All right, listen. You beat the Ravens. That's beat, all that you did. You beat, the rest of it is a mop-up duty in the NFL. There's nobody there that's I don't, good. I don't mean to beat on the Fins because I have actually quite a few friends that are Fins fans. It's just that, you know. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't mean to make this, this episode about the Dolphins either. But I mean, this geez. person in our group chat here <laughs> throwing it out there. So, fins by three is what he says for this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, the NFC is a completely different story. You got five teams that already clinched playoff spots, Russ, and you got two spots left open. That's going to be a dogfight between the several teams that are fighting there. Uh, if you want me to get into it real quick, the NFC, San Francisco, and somebody else a lot are in the final two spots right now. And I forgot who they're playing. I'm looking at it right now. Um, one sec. Oh, on a side note, did yes. you see that? Uh, was it uh, GM uh, 
John Lynch. Um, <laughs> he kind of had to have, not apologize, but they his Twitter. Uh, he apparently he accidentally liked a meme of somebody showing a plane leaving, saying they're leaving Jimmy G. Oh, and, uh, Jesus. wherever they play, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I got to tell you, Aaron Rodgers, as good as the year he's having, might be the NFL MVP this year, if not for Jonathan Taylor. Um, they're saying that if he plays next year and it's not in Green Bay, it might be in San Francisco replacing uh, Jimmy G. He wanted to go to San Francisco, and I don't know. I, I told you, I said it before here, I used to love Rodgers. Now he just seems like a not, prima donna. Prima donna now Brady's dude. your guy. What's that? I said now Brady is your guy. Fuck, I love him. I don't I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. The motherfucker looks like he's 30, and Brady look, uh, Rogers looks like he's a 52 year old. Oh looks, 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 like, looks like he's part of the Walking Dead, you know, set, you know, cast. He's walking around on the set of that show. <laughs> so, anyway, back to it. San Francisco and the Eagles are both eight and seven. They both are in the six and seven spots in the NFC right now, and right behind them is the Vikings. I Falcons and Saints at seven and eight. So the, between those five teams, two spots are up for grabs. Sorry, I'm just getting into my mule again. <coughs> I, was at, I was looking at the matchups. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, we're gonna get into our gambling segment in a few minutes, so we'll get into this week's matchups in a few. But um, just moving along to the NHL real quick. The World Junior Tournament was canceled abruptly due to a COVID outbreak. Uh, a few players came down with some positive tests, led to some forfeits, and the eventual cancellation of the whole tournament. I mean, Russ, the, the NHL is playing. It's back up and running. I mean, our Rangers blew a third-period lead last night. Don't even get me started on that. But, I mean, the NHL is up and running. These guys in the World Juniors just abruptly canceled everything for a few positive COVID tests. And now you've got... You got all this controversy. How one tournament gets shut down and one league is running—it's—it's it's unreal. All right, and I don't want to get on COVID tangent either, but I know that's where we're going. Yeah, COVID can eat a dick. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 all right, I, I'm gonna go on a—I am gonna go on a tiny COVID thing because listen, I don't care what you know. I'm not here to, but with Carson Wentz, by the way, it's his birthday today. Oh, so, happy birthday, Carson Wentz! Yes, so I laugh because there's a lot of negative messages. Really? Um, on so social media because he's not vaccinated, and I don't, I don't care if you do or you don't. Um, but I kind of had a thought where this is his second time getting COVID, so people like just go get the vaccination, not for nothing. But if you got COVID twice and you survive, why the fuck do you? What's what? What do you want a vaccination for? You proved it doesn't have an effect on you. That, and, that's and, and at this point, don't you have antibodies at this point? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, but if you got it twice and you survived twice, I mean, shit, why put another, you know, why put a vaccine in you? But that's regardless. I'm not saying, no, believe me, I, I'm vaccinated. Shit, you know, it's yeah. not saying it. I just find that weird. Like, all right, if you got it twice and survived it, I don't see a reason why you would say, yeah, shit, I got to go out and get vaccinated. Um, but back to this tournament. So with the COVID thing, uh, I believe it was the Slovakian goaltender put out a thing and he had a very good point today. Okay. Okay. Uh, you have all these players, all these coaches, yep. everybody that took time away in Canada, especially around the world for hockey. The yep. World Junior Tournament is a huge deal. So you took all these people and basically took them away from their family. That's why I can't say took them away. They basically left their families to go yep. play in this tournament. And you did all this just to shut it down after a couple positive tests. Yep. It was almost like they didn't even plan for this thing to go through. And then he also said, he made up a good point. Last year, they did the tournament. You had us in a bubble. And, you know, it was a pain in the ass, but it was fun because we love hockey. He said this year, they had a quarantine. They're here over Christmas, so they're away from their families. But then you'd go out to dinner in the restaurant, the hotel, and there would be regular people not associated with the tournament at at the restaurant and his point was is listen i'm fine with that but if you're going to allow that then then you know like what was the point of allowing not putting yeah. us in a bowl again or at least yep. having us go to restaurants with regular people who are not quarantined or part of the tournament you know and then just to shut it down over you know yep. after a couple of days you know you wasted a lot of people's time 
and a lot of people's money. And, you know, you know, for a lot of kids, too, this is their audition to try to get into the NHL. Oh, absolutely. It's their audition. You, know, you have a great world junior. You're, you're it's whistle. almost like they plan, like, listen, oh, we got a couple of tests. That's it. We got to shut it down. I get it. If if the majority of the tour, you know, majority of the players all of a sudden, you know, came down with it or ravaged. But as far as I know, they, were, they said they were, a bunch of them were asymptomatic, you know, and it's like I said, is you spend all this time and money that you should just put them in a bubble. If that was your point, you know, but, you know, whatever. I, again, I don't want this to get political and I, I avoid politics and, and all that with, with the show. I, I That's not what we're about, but I mean, honestly, I'm going to make a statement here. I might offend a few people, but it's like the, it's the damn flu, you know, it runny nose, headache, sneezing. It, it's the damn flu. When you got the flu well, four years ago, you'd set yourself up in your bedroom with some, you know, Tylenol day or Tylenol night or whatever it was, and you quarantined basically by yourself to not, you know, infect anybody else. Everyone now is vaccinated, well, you know, and it's still well, getting this, spread. This, okay, this round is, yeah. It's Listen, just, it's that's the thing is ridiculous. this round is this round is more like a cold. I understand the original COVID, you know, the the original uh, yeah, variant. Yeah. But this round, even the CDC said cold. Listen, if, if it's if the symptoms are, are a lot less severe, then maybe it's time to just let people just you know get it over with. That's it. If everyone's vaccinated, right, no and that's what everyone. If everyone's vaccinated, you shouldn't be shutting down the junior tournament. You know, for these kids, you shouldn't be. It's it's ridiculous. All right, off the COVID tangent, but here we go back to COVID again. Anyway, the NHL's back in action after an extended COVID break from Christmas. Hey, you there? Yeah. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Your your, your video feed cut out real quick. You hear me now? Yeah, I got you. You hear me? Yeah, so to see what happens, we start talking about COVID. All of a sudden, restream yeah, Twitter yeah. shut us down. Yeah, shuts us down. Um, but no, I'm not, I'm not, and don't take me wrong. I'm not saying anything like, "Oh, don't get me." Listen, I'm vaccinated myself. I did a, you know, whatever. Just, just, just some things are fucked up right now, and I feel like this is never going to end. And I think at some point, you have to just let it end. You have to. I mean, at this point, enough is enough already. I want to get back to being normal. All right. And, all right. Back to the NHL. So last night, our you go back to the NHL. I'm, I'm going to go away for a minute. All right. Last night, the NHL got back in action without team. The Rangers, they blew a third period lead to the Panthers, which wasn't, wasn't good. I mean, if Brian Strom could just finish on a damn breakaway or two, well, these guys aren't hitting damn posts. It's a whole different story. You know, this Ranger team was a team that beat an undefeated Florida Panther team not too long ago and showed everybody in the NHL that they were, uh, the Rangers were a good team, and they, they were on the right track. And last night, they come into this game after a holiday break that was extended with COVID, and they got a 2-1 lead going into the third, and they basically poo-pooed it by letting Florida back in this game and then win it. Florida wins with a 4-3, uh, 4-3 final. Hey. Okay. The, uh, the league also the league also is not going to partake in the Olympics this winter. The uh, NHL is going to use that time to make up the 60-plus or so games that have been postponed due to COVID. Hello? We won't be seeing the NHL uh, players. And uh, Brad, hi. Marsh, hi, Brad Marchand from the Boston Bruins uh, came out vocally and is not a fan of the Winter Olympic cancellation that is in place. Russ, have you seen that, the words he put out there? He basically went after the owners said it should be up to the players to go after uh, the Olympic dream if they want it. And he was very outspoken on Twitter about it uh, a few days ago after the word came out that the players were not going to partake in the Olympics. What are your uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think the players should have their own option to go? And if they want to go play, you bring up some taxi squad or AHL guys? I mean, you are screwing well, your team in a way, but you're playing for your country in the, on the other side of that. So what do, what do you well, think? Okay, I, 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 there's two sides. But do I enjoy the Olympics? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do Curling I enjoy my favorite event in the, in the Winter Olympics? Do I watch it? In, in, do, I, do I watch? Do I enjoy it with NHL players? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But personally, 
I saw an idea brought up that, listen, just bring back the World Cup of Hockey. Let the NHLers play in a tournament, and let's say, you know, you know, you know, July or something, you know, yep. August, and you're not back into hockey and the players are off. Then yep. let, let the college kids play the Olympics. Keep it the way it was. You know, yep. let the college kids play the Olympics. I'm still going to watch, yep. you know. And so, listen, you know, you could avoid that. But, but as far as – I don't know. I'm all, I'm all over the place. I think it's the glasses. It's it's like fucking me up. <laughs> Although I will say the best thing about glasses is when I go to the bathroom, everything looks bigger now. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that includes my stomach. So, um, but no, listen, I enjoy it. Um, it's fun to watch. Believe me, you know it was fun back in the day watching, you know, directors play for Team USA and. Yep. and the Swedish teams, but listen, let the kids play. Let, the, let our player, let our NHL players stay with the NHL teams. Um, you know, like I said, is bring back the world cup of hockey Yeah, and let, let them, uh, you know, you know, flip flop it so that you have it every, uh, you know, two but, years opposite the Olympics. And, uh, yeah. The problem, is, the problem is this. Let's say that the NHL players went to the Olympics, Ross, and they came down with COVID, you know, overseas. Do you know how much of a headache that's going to be to well, that's them the back in the country and, and, and under quarantine and everything else? I mean, they could be gone think, like a month. I think that's part of the problem because they said, yeah. I think people don't realize, like, oh, I want them to go. But they already stipulated in China that if you test positive, you could be quarantined in, a, in basically a Chinese wherever you're staying. Um, I don't think it's you're going to be in the fucking five seasons, you're not. Or whatever it is, <laughs> um, for three to five weeks. Could you imagine being put up in some you know crazy yeah. fucking hotel for five weeks? Are you in a hostel? I mean, that's yeah, not fun. I, I don't know. You know, especially I'd want to know like you know what the accommodations are. Is I might get thrown in like a fucking uh, pseudo jail cell? You know. But I can understand the the plight of saying, "Hey, God forbid we test positive. I don't want to be stuck for for three to five weeks, possibly no, in some some, no. some hotel room and not be around anybody and be in a no. foreign country." No. Uh, so I can understand. Should is Marshawn a little bit right about it? Should be up to the players too. Yes, but you also have a responsibility to your team that pays you millions of dollars, you know. And I guess there is a little responsibility to the fans. So, like I said, in the end, let the college kids make their dream and play the Olympics. And uh, like I said, bring back the world cup of hockey in the summer months. Yeah, so we can, have a little, we can have a little nice little hockey tournament in the middle of, you know, when we're, when we're jonesing and uh, it doesn't affect the season. Seriously. I, I agree a hundred percent with that. You know, they had the Canada cup and the world cup and all these other, you know, events when we were younger, bring them all back and let the Olympics be for the kids. I, I agree a hundred percent. Hey, did you see that Forbes released the NHL team values? And at the top of that list is our New York Rangers, worth $2 billion. The average NHL team is now worth $865 million. Locally, the Islanders, who just opened up their new arena that they can't win at, had their value shoot up, Russ. Get this, 83% to value them at $950 million. All because of the new TV deal and their new arena. Yeah. It's pretty Jeez. damn impressive. I mean, they bought that team for what? $600 million? I mean, shit. Unbelievable. I mean, a couple of years ago. Uh, I got to tell you, Edmonton's value shot up 100%, valuing them at $1.1 And there are eight teams in the NHL valued at a billion or more. The Kings, Oilers, Flyers, Bruins, Blackhawks, Canadians, Maple Leafs, and Rangers. Are the uh, top eight in value? A lot of money. Yeah, if you go hit that new Powerball jackpot, which is about you know four hundred and something million, you could definitely buy into a team now. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes wiping up the rear worth a measly four hundred million as the least valuable team in uh, in the NHL right the, now. You'll buy the Coyotes. <laughs> Hey, uh, the college football playoff, the main game, we'll call it, is uh, the main games, is tomorrow. You got Alabama and Cincinnati and Michigan and Georgia. Uh, Russ, is, is it a foregone conclusion? Alabama's right. beating Cincinnati, right? All right. I don't care what happens between <laughs> Michigan and Georgia. 
tomorrow, 99% of the country is a fucking Cincinnati Bearcat fan, all right? 99% of the country is a Cincinnati Bearcat fan tomorrow. Games game are tomorrow? Yeah, are sure? games are tomorrow. They're not New Year's Day? No, 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 no. Tomorrow. Uh, hang on tomorrow. one second. Tomorrow. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Raceway Park. <laughs> Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Back in the day, that's what it was. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, listen, like I said, is I don't care. Uh, I, I fuck Alabama at all costs. And the winners of that will meet on uh, what do you call it? January tenth for the. Uh, yeah. It's still like the doc, the Dr Pepper Championship where some Joe Schmo that's never thrown <laughs> whatever the hell it's going to be throw yeah. in a hole to win fucking you win ten thousand dollars per throw for college <laughs> or kick a field goal and you, you know you win a scholarship. Oh no, he missed. Too bad. So tomorrow at three thirty, you got Cincinnati and Alabama, and then at seven thirty, you have Michigan and Georgia. Both games will be on ESPN. And then, like you said, after that, the uh, final will be January 10th. I, Russ, I got to say, the Georgia-Michigan game is going to be a good matchup. I mean, it's a toss-up who honestly is going to win that game. I, I'm surprised. Question, where is it being held? Uh, probably like Jerry World or somewhere. Hold on. Jerry World? What the fuck is Jerry World? Yeah, in Dallas. You know, you know the, the Cowboys Stadium. Oh, I thought you made right? like a, I think you're making like a reference to you. I'm like, no, no, no. All right, Michigan, Georgia is at Hard Rock Stadium in Florida. You know, that's where the Dolphins okay. play. That explains then why Portnoy, Portnoy is vacationing in Florida. Probably right. Team. Probably right. Oh, and and oh, Alabama, oh. Alabama, Cincinnati is at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. There we go, Jerry World. Like I said. All right. That explains why. But yeah, fuck, fuck Alabama. And I noticed since uh, – since our chat room here on the side here said fins by three and we bashed the fins, there's been no more talking. Mostly <laughs> fucking quiet there, buddy. After we proved his his wins were fruitless. All right, so moving over to the uh, back to Major League Baseball. As a Met fan, it's Mary Buckmas. Absolutely. Uh, finally got a coach in Buck Showalter, still who hasn't you know won the big one, so you know it's, you know. Sure, and what happened with the Mets? <laughs> Mets either, but uh, Russ, you gotta be happy though, right? No, you're not happy with Buck as the, as the manager. I ain't never fucking happy until they actually prove they can win. Sign <laughs> whoever you want. You can sign Jesus. If Jesus can't hit a fucking curveball, we don't win. I ain't happy. <laughs> I I listen as an outsider looking in. I that's the guy I would have wanted as a Met fan. He's proven. He's handled New York before. I, I, I'm happy with. It. I got no problem right, with it. No, but like I said, is. It's it's put up or shut up. I, I have no faith in any signing for the fucking Mets. Listen, I I, I love the Max the Scherzer signing. They finally went out and said, "Fuck it, we're getting one of the best pitchers available." And this is this is when he'll be like, "All right, you know what? I'm thirty, not whatever the fuck he is, thirty nine. It's time to fucking shut it down." Yep. yep. You know, I'm on the Mets. This is time to uh, suck some ass for eighty million dollars a year. Hey, I, I gotta tell you. The Yankees, I, I, I get it. The, the next point we're going to make is that the lockout's still going on and why are we even talking about this? I get it. But the Yankees have done nothing. Up until the lockout, what did the I, Yankees I, do? I, I did enjoy the quip by, it was a Hal Steinbrenner, um, saying that, uh, oh, the Mets, all these signings, you know, they should put some sort of limit on, on how much you could spend. Yeah. There's <laughs> the fucking king of spending fucking money who started all this shit and put every player into the fucking sun. <laughs> you know, the lockout's still going strong, and you got all these outlets, ESPN and the score and everyone else, you know, talking hot stone like it's business as usual, which is unbelievable. I you got where is Bryant going? Where is Korea going? Yeah, uh, Carlos Korea's cousin had on an Angels jersey over Christmas break, and there was a photo that came out. Right away, everyone's like, Oh, Carlos Correa is going to the Angels when, when baseball gets back up and running. I mean it's ridiculous. Why even cover it? Why even talk about it? It's, there's a damn lockout. They haven't negotiated. They're not at any tables. They're not having talks. There's nothing going on. It, you know, baseball is dead and mute at this point right now until they get back to the table. And they're not even doing that. So stupid. Yeah. Well, now into our, uh, our NBA news. 
Oh, the Lakers suck, Russ. Surprise of the year. The Lakers are sucking. <laughs> and I, I think this might be the end of Russell Westbrook. He looks terrible. Yeah, he looks horrendous. Uh, they brought in Isaiah Thomas. Uh, and he, he uh, now all of a sudden, I think he's signing with somebody else. They, they, I guess they're trying everything. And, you know, you, you know, got – They were supposed makes, to dominate. Yeah, LeBron gets Westbrook to come. He's got – He's got his mega team that he's building again. And, and you know what? I'm happy they're under 500. I'm not even a Laker fan. I'm just happy that LeBron sucks right now. I don't want to hear he's better than Jordan. I don't want to hear he's as good as Jordan. No. I'm not no, happy LeBron. No. I'm not happy LeBron sucks. I just the, the, the Lakers. I just don't like the whole well yeah. LeBron being a part of it is 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 you know a, a thing for me. I, I hate LeBron. Eh, I used to now I just I, I you know the guy really is, you know. Do not tell up. me. Do not tell me that you are going to flip the script like you did with Brady and Rogers with LeBron. No, 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 no not at all. <laughs> but the, guy, the guy is one of the you know one of the NBA's all time greats. He really he 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 absolutely is. So, but yeah, I just don't like the whole the you know, the whole uh, aura he's got going there in LA. Right. We're just bringing everybody in. Maybe maybe Westbrook's kids are. He's been on like every stack team. He's had all these teams, dude. They had a, they had yeah, a the, team of, they had him, Harden, and Durant for years and couldn't win shit. Yep, you're right. You know, and they he goes But uh, and those two guys are now on the nets without him. Maybe he is the yeah. problem, Russ. Maybe you hit it right on the head. But uh, you got a third of the NBA referees out on pro on the COVID protocol. Prompting the league to go to two refs instead of three on certain nights, and you got call ups from the G League. Man, man. You're being called up to the bigs. <laughs> You're gonna ref an NBA game. <laughs> All the other refs are like congratulating them, patting them on the back. You're going up. <laughs> Crazy. All right, I want to get into some gambling stuff. Uh, Russ, your football picks still going strong. 30 and 18 against the spread right now going into the final well, two weeks. Yeah, with, with the spread. Uh it's been a little shaky lately, but uh, but yeah, still still hey, uh, listen, I'll take 30 and 18. I'll sign up for that. I mean, come on. You, you you gotta be happy with that going into the final two weeks. I mean, if I we am. said if we said before this before this all started that you were gonna be 30 and 18, you would have signed for it every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Oh, 18. absolutely. I mean, me on the other hand, I mean, geez, 23 and 25. My goal right now, Russ, is to be just over 500 for the season. <laughs> this week's spreads aren't that great. I mean, all the games are on Sunday, though. So I'll give it, I'll give it that, that we all have, uh, we don't got to spread. I never, un- I never understood that shit. Let's put every game, let's put the last, like, you know, the, the fourth, the fourth and third week from the end. Let's put them on Saturday and Sunday. Then the last two weeks, let's put them both on Sunday. Just keep the last couple of weeks on Saturday and Sunday. Just, I like that. You know, I'm a little, wondering. Double, double, little dabble of each. I'm wondering, did the NFL uh, not do New Year's Day because of the Winter Classic and because of Saturday bowl games oh, for New Year's? They That's why they don't, they don't give a fuck about the Winter Classic. No, but the, uh, college has bowl games on New Year's. Half of the bowl games are freaking canceled. They're finding new opponents. What do you got? The fuck is this? Yeah, that's cool. What the hell? It's a nose, but it's a sharp pencil sharpener. You stick it up there and you sharpen a pencil. <laughs> hey, we discussed uh, we discussed sports betting in New York State earlier. And I want to get into it real quick with you for a second. You get cut in there, okay? The uh, mobile sports betting is coming to New York State. So... Just looking, looking over it and glancing real quick, Russ. You're the, you're the the gambling guy here, so I want to get your opinion on things. New York State is going to allow mobile bets on the following types of bets: so point spreads and money lines, quarters, periods, halves, finals. You can bet anything you want on that. I can bet on my wife's period. Damn. You can bet. Oh, Jesus. You can bet on futures. You can bet prop bets on game and player props. You can do teasers and parlays. What New York State is not allowing is any in-state college teams cannot be bet on. And individual performance prop betting on college sports is not allowed as well. For example, 
You cannot bet on any individual college player in or out of state to score a triple-double on a certain night of the week. I, I've never seen a website that let you do that to begin with. So, But you can bet on a player from an out-of-state college to win the Heisman. That's always been a prop, though, that you can bet okay. on future, future prop. I've never seen a, 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 any any site let you bet on individual player props for college, at least. Oh, may, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe in uh, championship games. Um, okay. Um, but you know, in the Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl type deals, but yeah, I've never seen it before. Nor I, I, I think part of it too is college games. Some players can put up insane numbers. That's probably too hard to really judge. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, they never allowed that shit anyway. So, all right. And but then, in, in state college teams, so you tell me, I couldn't bet like on a Syracuse game. You can't bet on a Syracuse game. You can't bet on like a St. John's game. No, you can't bet on you can't bet on any in-state college game whatsoever. Not gonna happen. Go with, no, put not a toy. Hey, New York State is also imposing a fifty-one percent tax rate on operators' gross gambling revenue. This is the highest in the country. Fifty-one percent of whatever a operator makes is gonna go. Not even what they make, what they take in is gonna go to uh, you know Uncle Sam. That's and, uh. That's, that's, a hefty, that's crazy. That's that's, hefty. Why would we want to work in New York? It's just... you know, I mean, you you go to Connecticut or New Jersey, the tax rate is like eleven and thirteen percent. Now New York is going to do fifty one. Why wouldn't I just drive twenty minutes to the Connecticut border from where I am and go place my bet there? I don't know where we're going. You know, and also taxes on your winnings are going to be based on income levels. The federal tax rate you can't avoid. It's going to be 24% no matter where you are. But the New York State rate is going to be anywhere from 4% to 10.9%, depending on your winnings and income level. Which, I mean, well, 10%, 10% of your winnings well, here's my question too. Is it getting taxed to on what you win or what you withdraw? Because if you get taxed on what you, what you win, that's extremely dangerous. Yeah, because if the next day you bounce something and get cleaned out, now what? It's got to be what you withdraw. It has to be. Or maybe it's like when you, uh, at the end of the year, they're going to issue you one of those tax forms and say, okay, at the end of the year, you were positive X. Pay tax on that. And it'll, yeah, but factor you, it'll factor in what you, it's gonna be what what you, you won withdraw. and what you lost. You know, there's, there's no way they're going to do it with, uh, with your winnings. It's, it's what you withdraw. You know, because obviously people are going to play with their winnings. And like I said, is, you know, let's say you win $300 and you turn around, put it on four games, and all of a sudden you, you lose it, you're done. Yeah. Like, you know. It's crazy. Hey, uh, I don't know if you're into NFTs, I'm but uh, non fungible tokens. So there's a game changing project that just went live. It's <laughs> called Crypto Hold'em NFTs. And poker pro Maria Ho is an ambassador. She teamed up with some great guys and you know at, at uh cryptoholdemnft.com. She teamed up with them, and those guys all teamed up with Crypto Dads and Chiba Dinos. And they're at their table. They're interested in bringing NFTs to the poker world. It's uh it's a new thing that's going on. They are going to launch on January 22nd. If you're interested in more info, it's www.cryptoholdemnft.com. They have a Discord as well. You can get all the information on their site. Uh, I'll post links on the podcast Twitter page and my personal page when the podcast is over. I just joined the Discord. And hey, Russ, I know you're not a poker guy, but please tell me you know who Maria Ho is. I do now. Okay. Well, we're in discussions with Maria to get her on the podcast. We're on discussions with the guys from CryptoHold'emNFT.com to get their guys on the podcast as well in season two. So we can discuss the project as a whole, which is going to launch January 22nd. And if we can get Maria on the show, she was on. Phil Hellmuth World in Vegas and everything else. So uh, we're in discussions. Hopefully season two, we can have all of them come on and discuss this even further. But uh, just to wrap up tonight, getting into stocks real quick. Tomorrow is the last trading day of the year. 
We all know what stocks and CEOs have been the biggest scams and scam artists of the past year. I'm not even going to get into it, Russ. We, we know all about it. But I want to talk about what's going to be the biggest stock for 2022. And that's going to be TGGI, something you and I are both heavily invested in. You know, Twitter trolls, and I'm going to name two of them, Timothy oh, Sykes, no. Timothy oh. Sykes oh. and George Sharp, two Twitter trolls, have poo-pooed TGGI lately, calling it a scam and everything else. You know what? They're not coming on the show, and that's fine. But they're completely wrong about TGGI. You watch. TGGI is going to be the stock of 2022. You wait and see, guys, because when it is, I'm going to stand up on this damn table and scream at the top of my lungs that TGGI went to a dollar or more in 2022. I'm going to call both of you clowns out when that happens. Uh, oh my God. Over, I, I hope I won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> I Just can't control that. him. Yeah. He's, had too much, he's had too much alcohol. Yeah, the mules are uh, the mules are running. Sometimes I think also, you get kicked by a mule. Just real quick, Russ, uh, we had some discussions today with the guys over at Benzinga Live. What's this? Uh, we where, well, I did. <laughs> we as the podcast did. Uh, we had some discussions with the guys over at Benzinga Live. And Spencer Israel is in talks to come on the show. He's the uh, one of the head guys over there, over at Benzinga. Hosts Benzinga Live Monday through Friday on their YouTube channel. And uh, I'm in talks to go on their show again and have him come on our show to talk about stocks, sports, and, you know, all that good stuff. He's a local guy. He's from New Jersey. So, you know, it's not that Sounds like a wonderful stuff. show that can have the evening off. <laughs> no, you no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I told you, I got to renegotiate my contract. <laughs> we are going to renegotiate that, and uh, you're in for a hefty raise. I'll give you that. This is, uh, is going to wrap up episode number 30. This was season number one of the EAT podcast. We are going to come back with season number two. We are going to debut season number two just before the NFL playoffs start. So roughly around January 12th, 13th, or 14th, right around there is when we'll debut season two. We'll do an NFL preview show. Like I said, I'm going to try and get those NFT guys to come on or Spencer for our debut episode, if not for the week after. And we'll be off and running with season two at that point. Uh, Russ, we got that that uh, the March interview also that we have set up as well. Let's, let's plug that real quick with, with Jordan. Jordan Syatt. Yep. Guy I've been following for a while. Uh, trying to get on my own little weight loss kick. So uh, Yeah, if you see the podcast on myself or Russ tweeting out some, uh, you know, eat right, eat better, live better, all that stuff, we, uh, we're going to try and lose some weight getting into the new year like everybody else. No, I, I, I don't mind dropping 20 pounds if I can. I would like to. Russ, you know, you, you're going to hey, do you. I'm going to do me. We'll see what we can do. 20, 100, some, same shit. <laughs> I mean, I, th I think it's no surprise to anybody here watching the podcast that, well, you know, I'm fat. It happens. <laughs> you're going to lead me it? into having one of those laugh breaks. What, again, what, was, it? what was it? Fucking family guy. Was it, <laughs> Lois, this may come as a shock to you. But I'm fat. I let that sink in. <laughs> All right, buddy. This is going to wrap up season number one, episode number 30. We'll see you guys in a few weeks after we take a little break. And we'll be back with season number two. Like I said, roughly January 12th, 13th, or 14th-ish. Stay tuned to the EAT podcast on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is Jerry with the mic. And at WrestleMania61 is his Twitter. You can find all of our thoughts. Favorite sayings and everything else associated with us in the podcast at those three spots. Everybody have a good night from New York, and we'll see you next year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Live fast. Eat ass.